what's up fam this is the kitchen table and we are back it has been um, a cool minute since i've had the opportunity to uh, connect with you all at least through um, our, our podcast platform and so it feels good it feels real good to to be back as we gear up to to navigate through another season of the tkt podcast um, so much has happened personally over the last few weeks and the last few months. Um, so much has happened politically and and spiritually, and it's it's only right that we spend just a minute or two to to catch up uh, on some of the the events and on some of the things that that have taken place recently before uh, I believe we can hit go and launch this next season. And I'm excited about it. I can't I can't wait uh, for you all to hear what we've got in store for this upcoming season. Zaj and I, um, we've been really intentional about strategizing and, and planning out what the next 12 episodes uh, will look like, what what season two will ultimately shape up to be. So um, we've switched up the frequency when when podcasts will be published to biweekly. And and with that, once a month, I'll have on a special guest. And so I'm excited because I know that there are going to be um, some priceless nuggets of wisdom shared that that didn't come cheap, but but was paid for with blood and sweat and tears and with um, bold prayers and with restless nights and with big dreams. And so I can't wait to to introduce you to some of uh, my friends and family and mentors within uh, my circle of influence that will will no doubt uh, bless you through their stories, highlighting their their triumphs and defeats and how they've gotten to the place that they are in life now. And if you had an opportunity to listen to any portion of um, season one of the podcast, I want to say thank you. Uh, we've we've intentionally stayed away from looking at any data or metrics in regards to um, how many listeners or downloads of the podcast there have been up to this point. And our goal, our, our ultimate goal up to this point hasn't been based off of numbers or uh, how many likes or how many follows or mentions we've, we've accumulated. Our goal up to this point has truly been to be um, consistent and excellent. Season one was uh, the result of Zaj and I sitting around the house and brainstorming about how we could utilize the gifts and the talents and the resources that God has blessed us with to have a positive impact on the world and to um, ensure that we were walking in our purpose to uh, fulfill our calling and to put our faith before our fears and to just go for it. We literally gave ourselves 60 days to build this thing and we uh, ended up going live on August 20th with two goals in mind. And number one was just to be consistent. And not allow what we see or how we feel to to ultimately dictate our actions. And I'd be lying if I said that there weren't days over the over the last few months where uh, I was just ready to throw in a towel. Days when when I asked myself, <laughs> who who do you think you are? What what makes you qualified to do what you're um, attempting to do? And I'm sure uh, many of you have asked yourself the same questions uh, in situations that you found yourself in. Days when uh, I felt more uh, like people were laughing at me than there were people listening to me. But our commitment to consistency kept me um, accountable when I otherwise wanted to retreat, when I when I wanted to quit and I could just walk away and, and at least say that I tried. It was um, consistency in its own weird way of not allowing me to to cower in the face of uncertainty. And the second goal was was doing it with excellence. Six months ago, I couldn't tell you uh, what an audio interface was or how to connect a mic mixer to, to an interface that ultimately connects to your laptop and allows you to record. 
didn't know the first thing about what an audio editor was. But nevertheless, I, I, I bought some equipment. I, I downloaded some software and figured out how to connect the hardware and software. And before you knew it, I was recording our first podcast. And our objective was that, that regardless of what we decide to use our hands and our hearts for, if we decide to do it, we're going to do it with uh, an attitude and with a heart of excellence. And the moment that we decide we can no longer satisfy that objective, then we'll call it quits. And I'd be lying if I didn't say that there uh, have been some challenges in both areas, consistency and excellence, since we've started doing this thing. And so our goal as we enter season two isn't necessarily how can we gain more, more listeners, even though that's really important. And my prayer, of course, is that God gives us a platform to, to spread the gospel um, on a global scale. But I'm not chasing numbers right now. I'm not chasing um, fame or notoriety. Our, our goal is to identify ways in which we can be more consistent, identifying ways that we can present a product that is um, attractive, that is well produced and orchestrated and one that ultimately is is pleasing to God. And so. It's amazing to think that this idea that was birthed out of a conversation that Zaj and I had in our, in our kitchen six months ago is still living and, and growing and maturing. And honestly, there, there's been some growing pains as well as some growth spurts. There have been moments of celebration and, and moments of, of frustration. And the truth is that you, you really can't have one without the other. It's foolish of us to think that we can go through life growing and uh, developing and entering new arenas and dynamics without the pain associated with adjusting to a new norm. It's, it's naive to think that we can uh, develop muscle mass without the discomfort of some resistance. But one of the things that, that I've learned over, um, over the course of the last six months is that not all weight is meant to be carried. Some weight will stretch you. Some weight will uh, grow you and help you develop that muscle mass that's needed to continue. That weight is necessary. It's, it's healthy. It's um, productive. It's life-giving. And then there's weight that will stress you. It won't stretch you, but it will stress you and will ultimately stunt your growth. It's weight that is um, toxic and counterproductive and unfruitful and uh, is deadly. And it's, it's ultimately dead weight. And so this this has been uh, a season as we transition from season one to season two of really deciphering and discerning what weight to carry and what weight to really free myself from. But ultimately, I, I wouldn't have it any other way. The highs and, and the lows, the inevitable wins and losses, the success and the failures, the joy of, of hitting publish on a new podcast episode that I spent uh, late nights and early mornings developing versus uh, the agony of missing a deadline and letting myself down and letting Zash down. Uh, the excitement of hearing someone say how blessed they were by an episode that they listened to versus uh, the dread of not catching a mistake during the editing phase and publishing the episode on every major streaming platform. All of that has, has ultimately gotten us to where we are now with season two. And my approach to this new season took me down the path of um, developing an overarching theme that would act as, as a centralized point of reference for all 12 episodes. This approach will allow us to weave or thread uh, this overarching theme into every episode we publish this season. And if you're, you're wondering why I didn't take this approach uh, that seems to make a lot of sense during season one, then, then feel free to hit rewind and listen to my sentiments again on, <laughs> on growing pains and growth spurts. 
season one was messy. Season one was um, chaotic. Season one was new. It was new territory, but it was ultimately needed. It's comparable to a, a child in the early stages of learning uh, how to walk, where there are moments of confidence and you've got your balance and you're um, you're walking straight. And, and, and the very next minute you're you're stumbling and you're nervous and you're in unfamiliar territory. But it's those it's those messy moments that I'm learning. It's those those shaky moments. It's those uh, moments of unfamiliar territory that are faith builders. It's those moments that ultimately produce godly confidence that uh, don't always feel nice, but are always necessary. I thought about uh, what that overarching theme would be for this season. What message did we want to convey uh, during this time in our lives? And Zaj and I decided to uh, launch the kitchen table during a season when it appeared that the world was in shambles. The pandemic was still relatively new and not much was known about uh, its origins or its impact. And at that time, it was causing a tremendous amount of fear and anxiety and uh, people were panic buying and the shelves at every market across the country was literally and figuratively empty. The confirmed positive cases were uh, increasing. The death toll was rising and there were uh, more cases than there were hospital beds and ventilators. The economy was shut down and everything from small business owners to schools and churches to corporate giants were trying to figure out how to pivot and adjust to this new virtual reality. When we decided to launch the kitchen table, the presidential campaign was in full swing. And candidates from both parties were knee deep in in smear campaigns where they were uh, it appeared that they were more concerned about discrediting their opponents than they were about um, fulfilling the obligations of, of the role as president, which, in my opinion, is to inspire and to lead. It's to bridge gaps and build bridges. It's to instill hope. It's to uh, demonstrate strength and to provoke others to love, to to show pride and to yet walk in humility. We made, we made this decision uh, to launch the kitchen table when social injustice and racial tension appeared to be uh, at its apex, a period where, where Zaj and I were trying to figure out how to navigate through conversations with our eight-year-old daughter about what was happening in the world and what she was seeing uh, on TV and trying not to, to overwhelm or jade her, but at the same time, uh, not shielding or sugarcoating the realities of, of where we are as a society and, and equally as important, helping her understand how we got to where we are as a nation. And so in the midst of, of all of this, we decided, <laughs> we decided to launch the kitchen table with the simple goal of just promoting Jesus. Didn't know what we were doing or how we were really going to make it work. Didn't know who would listen to a podcast or read a blog. And at the same time, I, I don't know how much we cared. The launch of, of this was our response to what was happening in the world. The end, the end goal wasn't popularity or, or fame or fortune. We simply wanted to give the world what we had in our hands and what we had access to and what we thought the world needed most. And that was just the gospel. Fast forward to uh, where we are now and, and the word that came to mind as the overarching theme for season two is pursuing. And the moment that that word came to mind, it just clicked for me. Because the truth is that we're all in pursuit of something, whether, whether tangible or, or intangible. And while most of the chaos that I, that I previously mentioned is still happening today, uh, COVID still isn't 
fully under control. Political attacks have seemed to increase. Social injustice and civil unrest prevails. But at some point, our focus has to shift from uh, what the world is producing to what in the world am I pursuing? And when is, the, when is the last time you've asked yourself or have you ever asked yourself, what am I pursuing? When you wake up in the morning and you ultimately decide to, to get out of bed or even if you choose to stay in bed all day, the truth is that you're in pursuit of something. The couple that's made the decision to expand their family is, is in pursuit of something. The individual that's in school but is also juggling uh, a full schedule and a full-time job is in pursuit of something. The person that's become addicted to drugs or, or alcohol is in pursuit of something. The person that's trying to eat healthier while finding some time to work out is in pursuit of something. Whether you recognize it or not or choose to admit it or not, you're in pursuit of something. And to pursue something involves two things. The first thing it requires is direction. And the second is speed. It's absolutely um, impossible to be in pursuit of something when you're headed in the opposite direction of what you're proclaiming you want to obtain. There's a significant difference between wanting something and pursuing something. To be stuck in a place of, of merely wanting something not followed up by any actionable steps is to be a daydreamer. But to want something bad enough that you're willing to implement actionable steps to try to obtain it is to be a pursuer. And so I know it sounds crazy to think about it from this perspective, but literally every actionable step that we take throughout the day can be linked to the pursuit of something. There's a quote or, or an expression that, um, that I've heard over the years, and, and I remember it even as a kid, and it says, actions speak louder than words. And, and I may not agree with this sentiment 100%, but I do believe that there is some truth to it. I'm a firm believer that words are powerful, that, that they are seeds that we produce every time we open our mouths to speak. And those seeds manifest themselves, I believe, in our lives and the lives of those around us over time. And some sprout faster than others, but I believe that they all will manifest themselves in our lives one way or the other. I believe that words have the power to build bridges or destroy kingdoms. The wound from a hurtful word can last far longer than uh, a physical wound will take to heal. And the warmth of a helpful word or, or an encouraging word can comfort even after the speaker of the helpful word has left our presence. But I also believe that our actions carry weight, that they uh, paint a picture and, and tell a story, and our actions will either contradict or, or complement what we say. And so the overarching theme for season two is pursuing. And, and each month we'll have a different sub-theme. And so for the month of February, the theme is pursuing love. And I don't want to go too, too deep into it because in a couple of weeks I'll, I'll have a guest on who has had um, a profound impact on how I view love. And they showed me what it means to love like Jesus. So it's, so it's only right that we kick off season two pursuing love. And in the Bible, there's a, there's a scripture that can be found in 1 Corinthians um, 14 and 1, and it starts by saying, pursue love. And there are very few things throughout the entire Bible, Old Testament or New Testament, that uh, the Bible directly instructs us to pursue. 
And remember, pursue is defined as uh, to follow with intent to obtain or achieve something. Pursue is uh, something that we chase after. And love is an, an, an interesting topic because we've all grown up and have seen love or the lack thereof, unfortunately, displayed and communicated in different ways. For most of us, our perception of love has been uh, defined by who raised us and how they chose to raise us. You can you can ask 100 people to define or describe uh, attributes of love and you'll get 100 vastly different responses. And love isn't love isn't complicated, but it is complex. And the way that we express love and we like to receive love is different for everybody. There's a book that that Zaj and I read a few years ago, and it's called The Five Love Languages by um Gary Chapman, and it goes through the five love languages, which are um, words of affirmation and acts of service, receiving gifts, um, quality time and physical touch. And we quickly found that the problem wasn't that we didn't love each other. We simply had a problem with how our love for each other was being communicated and received. And no reading this book didn't um, fix all of our marital problems or keep us from arguing or disagreeing, but it did highlight our different perceptions and perspectives on love. I believe that it's uh, impossible to pursue love without having a healthy definition or description of what love is. And I don't look to um, the world to define love for me. I don't believe that the world is capable of doing that. I don't look to um, past relationships to determine the standards of love. And I can't even look to uh, friends or family to define that for me. The greatest resource on what love is and what love does is love itself. And the Bible says in, in 1 John that God is love. So it's best for me that I find my example and, and my definition and my understanding of love from love. And 1 Corinthians 13 and 4 says, love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not uh, easily angered. It keeps no record of wrong. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices in truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. And so I'm excited because as we navigate through this month of February, um, we'll get to explore some practical ways to pursue love. We'll have a healthy understanding of what love is and equally as important what love isn't. We'll have some book recommendations and um, some giveaways that we'll promote through social media. But um, I want you to gear up as we um, look to navigate through season two. This is going to be a season of growth for us, a season where uh, we as a community and as a family will chase the things that matter the most to God. And, and I don't know about you, but just being vocally self-critical, I can, can't tell you how many times and how much energy and how much money I've spent chasing things that uh, were empty, that were void of lasting fulfillment, things that left me broken and, and confused and ultimately worse off uh, than I was before I obtained it. But this will be a, a season of pursuing that which will uh, add value to your life and those in your circle of influence. And so I'm pumped. 
in addition to what we plan to do through the podcast, we also launched um, some TKT merch that I'm super proud of and excited about. And shout out to my wife, Zash, for really being the brains behind all things social media and marketing and um, scheduling and organization and everything else that makes sense in our small world. But I've also felt um, a need or a desire, I should say, to to gather as many men as I can to start pouring into each other. And the Bible says in, in Proverbs that as iron sharpens iron, so a man uh, sharpens the countenance of his friend. And so I'm in the early stages of trying to um, put together a men's life group that I hope to launch um, next month and don't really know the cadence thinking that it will just be um, once a month, at least initially. But I feel like this is a time that um, as men, we can we can come together and uh, be transparent and vulnerable and share um, our experiences with each other and really just sharpen and help build each other. And so we've got some incredible things in the pipeline and I'm excited to see what what God is going to do through um, the kitchen table this year and so that's a wrap that's a wrap on season two episode one kind of an introduction and what you can uh, expect over the next few months and if you aren't following us on any of our social media platforms make sure you tap in to stay connected and as always family um, until next time this is the kitchen table be blessed <laughs>